Heard at Sports Radio every weekday morning from 7 to 10 a.m. Coming up on Monday's show, sports editor and columnist for the Omaha World Herald and Husker Extra, Sam McEwen, talking all the latest Husker news. From SB Nation, Ricky O'Donnell will catch us up on the latest basketball tournament picture and anything else that pops up over the weekend. Take a dive into the latest news in all things sports. Heard at Sports Radio with Ravi Lula and Damon Benning. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the Wide Podcast. Let's give it up for him, everybody. Live studio audience in here. Please, please, everyone sit down and sit down. It's Nick Bob Borud. Welcome into the Nick Bob Podcast. Wine Pod Part 2. We have already... Ooh, I hope that picked up on the, on the microphones. We've already opened the wine. Ready for the first sip? Here we go. Ooh, that's good. That's really good. Oh, we are taping this on November 26th. It's a Tuesday night. It's snowing outside, but it doesn't matter because I'm with you and we're drinking wine. And we got a lot to talk about. Yeah, the snow decided to show up today and it got cold. I mean, it was was 60 degrees the last couple days. It's it's crazy. Everybody's been outside. Soaking up things, various activities. Oh, yeah. So it's... Here's the agenda for the day, my friend. We, of course, are going to get in-depth into the Iowa game, get you all set for Black Friday. You rewatch. I, I mean, you are like, you are going above and beyond the call of duty at this point in your life. I feel like I I'm like obsessed. It. I'm obsessed again with Husker football. <laughs> I love it. It's been great. So you watched the Iowa game from a year ago. So we'll get into revisiting last year. I want to get into the rivalry of Iowa and Nebraska. Then we'll preview the game. We'll do all that stuff. That's coming up later at the end of the pod. But it's obviously Thanksgiving's on the top of everybody's brain. And so I have Thanksgiving food power rankings. I have 10 thoughts on Thanksgiving that I'm just going to – you have not heard any of these thoughts. I know nothing. Just bouncing it off you. Before, before we get into that, can we drink a little wine and just chat for a second? Before we get into, like, the nitty-gritty stuff, do you yeah. want to just – I wrote down a couple of things. Uh to to talk about number one, uh, have you seen the new the, the proposed NBA rules changes? No, I have not. So there's they this is this was according to uh, Woj and Zach Lowe. The NBA is is dis- seriously discussing changes from seventy eight game uh, season, not eighty two. Whatever, I'm you okay with that? I think everybody's okay with that. Nobody I mean, but needs- four games seems like. Is that significant? I think you do ten. You yeah, do I don't. 10. I don't. I don't. Nobody's gonna miss those games. Four games seems bizarre. Um, you would have a postseason play-in games for the seven and the eight seats. So the way I think I understand it is like the the before the playoffs would start, it would be like a single elimination, like maybe like the seven through the ten. Like the oh, seven would play yeah. ten, eight would play the nine, and then the, the like, and then they would meet to get into. So it it, it de-emphasizes tanking for more people. Yes. So essentially, how does that? But the people they're like the bottom of the barrel. Do they have a chance to play? And it's only it's only for the. I get the sense it's only the top ten. Top seeds ten in gets the a chance to go, and those three teams sort of playing for the eight, nine, ten. 
That's my understanding spot, of it. Get the plan. That's my understanding of it. Which I'm okay with. I'm not. That would I'm, be fun. That, that would, would be so much enjoyable. Fun. Yeah. That would be enjoyable. I'm all in on that. There's also they're they're trying to do, and this is a, and you maybe would know. There's a Adam Silver is is into stealing a European soccer model of like they do a mid season tournament. It's a 30 team in season tournament where, and it would start like right after Thanksgiving. Yeah, and it would there apparently there would be uh, bonus incentives for the te- for the teams who won with money i guess i don't i'm kind of ho hum on that like i just don't know how you're going to you can't manufacture people caring about that like yeah. i don't people are still going to load manage that stuff like do you have a hard, hard time thinking about like think about in the middle of december turning on an nba game and being like this is for the midseason cup and like guys are really like into it that that's tough. So I think even if they cut four games, people are still going to load man. If they cut ten games, I th- I think they're going like to load manage it t- with ten games. Right. So whatever they do, they're gonna they're probably going to continue to find a way to just hey now these games are a little harder, so we're going to rest more. I, you know I, I'm not against the midseason cup or whatever they want to be, yeah. <laughs> but I, I I don't think especially when it's new. I don't see it anybody caring that much that's what initially people aren't going to care there's not especially when you can be like you you can throw incentives on there it's like these guys are making 250 million dollars you're like yeah, it, you win this cup you win a million dollars that's that's not it's like the, the all, it's like the all-star game like they, they really don't care about the all-star game. right i mean to a level where it's like yeah let's not even play i mean the pro bowl should be for football should be banned should, yeah. you shouldn't even think about playing right. it because it's it's stupid it really yes, is. totally agree. It's it's like if you can't play a sport all out, like why are we playing the sport? Totally like, agree. To- go, totally go have, agree. You know, go play a game of you know, do whatever, do anything. Go play Mario Kart. I'd yeah. rather watch Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson play Mario Kart. What was that? Uh, what was that show where it was? Uh, you know, they used to do the obstacle course. Was that the was that the NFL Pro Bowl like obstacle course day or something? Maybe they used I to don't have, know. I think maybe the pro when Bowl. I say I've never watched one, and I'm being serious, and I'm not trying to. It's not. I just not. I've never watched one second of any Pro Bowl coverage. Just doesn't it's, do it for me. I, I used to watch when I was younger, but there was also like the day where they would do like things like tug of war, and you know it was it was like on the beach though. Yeah, I'm that good was with that. Yeah. that was funner. Make it like real world road rules challenge. Yeah, basically that's what they should be doing. <laughs> it puts and for football players, they'll play for the check. I would. They'll yes, play for it. That's hey, different. You give them fifty thousand each, they'll show up and right. they'll they'll go for it. I would be all for if you make the Pro Bowl, you have to go. It turns into the real world. They all have to go live in like on a compound, and once a day they have to do some sort of contest. They're broken into they're broken to AFC NFC. Now we're talking about something. Who's that would be, the hardest to live with? Oh God. Well, it would have been it. Clearly, it was Antonio Brown. I was thinking Antonio Brown, but he's now gone. But clearly, do you see Dwayne Haskins missed the final snap of their first win? He was taking a selfie with a fan. See, don't you get kicked kicked off the team for that? <laughs> Bill, Bill, your boy Bill Callahan's the coach. <laughs> <laughs> he thought it was. I, I now I should have done more dig. I didn't even know we'd get into this, but yeah, I he I think he said he thought the game was over. So like the backup Case Keenum had to come in and take the knee. That's the world we're living in. I, I'm just telling that you. That is, that I, tells me, like. I'm getting old when I when I start, I start. 
It's amazing. No, there's two. I'll give you there's that moment right now makes me feel old. The second moment made me feel like I'm prehistoric all of a sudden. What happened? I read the paper. I'm reading the paper today. Well, there you go. You're already prehistoric. Right? <laughs> I'm reading the, a physical the, paper. I read Shouts the physical. out to the Omaha World Herald. Yeah, Angel I get the Star. World I read Herald. it every day. I'm digital subscribers. <laughs> and there was a, a story about some kids broke into a, a shop and <laughs> one kid got away and the shopkeeper tackled and pinned the kid down, called the police. Well, the mother for the kid that no. got pinned down is trying to sue no. because she thought that was unnecessary. And no. I, I yell at my eye like, honey, you wouldn't believe this. No. These parents <laughs> don't want to discipline their children. And I was like, I thought, did I, do I are sound you, like an old are man? Are you official? Because that, that's how I felt. Yeah. But I feel like that's what old men say. Yeah. Old men on the porch say you should be disciplining. You, I don't even have kids. Did so. you fold the paper in an angry fashion? A little bit. Around? I was like, these kids and parents today. No discipline. Yeah. Back at, yeah, that that's ridiculous though. Yeah, I felt so, but like it, it's also like it's funny though. There's like there's a majority of people are like, yeah, you shouldn't yeah. hurt a kid. And I'm oh like, God, you shouldn't a rob thief. a store. I go, that you rob a, a store, you can get your ass kicked. Okay. Yeah. Um. Oh, okay. So back to the NBA thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then I don't know what I think of this. They would reseed the conference finalists. So the way I understand that is like, so you get your your you know, you get, like, last year it would have been, what was it, Portland, Golden State, Toronto, and Milwaukee. Yeah. And I, I think it would have been Toronto, Golden State playing each other, and Milwaukee and Portland playing each other. Wow. Which, I don't, I, I, I'm ho-hum on that. I'd rather, if you're going to As in divisions don't matter, as... Like, I think your final record. So, like, you get... So, you're playing the playoffs the way I understand it. Now, there should be some people... Yeah. You know, there's someone listening right now that's going to be like, that's incorrect! That's <laughs> incorrect! But the way I understand it is you're playing the playoffs normal, and then it gets to the conference finals, and they take the records from the regular season and reseed. Then what's the point of the of divisions during the season? Well, to me, it's like, if you're going to reseed, reseed 1 through 16. Just, just... Well, yeah. You know? But, I mean, like... I think the advantage of of having you know uh, of the different divisions and you know is to have if you're in a weak division that's an advantage, or if you're in a tough division like and, and as a player that you know emphasizes you to go to a place sure. that is has a better chance to win maybe right. right? I, so I don't know. I, I and historically we've always had them, so it's it's kind of weird to. I, go I away don't know what I think of it. I also you know I don't know. People are. You know the 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 Western Conference so dominant. I just like these things can be cyclical and it don't all, overreact. It always to, change. It yeah. always change. It'll okay, so th that's the first thing I wrote down. I wanted to throw at you, uh, real quick, and we won't go too far in this because me and you could go on this for the next forty years. I am enjoying LeBron's season so much. For all the people last year that tried to write this guy off, say it was over. He's washed. It's done. He, like, but see, who are these people, though? These people, they, they say this about Brady for the last five years. They say it about LeBron every year. They can't. I'm like, are we not watching the same people? He's like, these people, they're like, are clearly the best at what they do. And they, they're, there's nothing about them that's like really dropping off. It's like, I, I don't know. I took heat. So I was doing, uh, in, over the summer, you know, I host a national Fox Sports radio show on the weekends. And. I had a take that I got a lot of pushback on there. Like if you, you know, if if you could have one quarterback 
for for the next season, like right now, who would it be? And I said, I'd take Brady. Yeah. And people are like, oh, God, are you living in the past? I'm like, he won the Super Bowl. He just won the Super Bowl. Like, I don't get it. I don't. People just, uh, they're, they're, I think their memories are so short now. Or you can win just, a Super Bowl, and in that calendar year, they can decide from something in the off like, heard Brady was slow in minicamp. It's over. It's like, <laughs> he just won the Super Bowl three months ago. Like, I just don't, I don't, there's times where I just don't, just because you're sick of them doesn't make them yeah. not excellent. So the LeBron thing, like, I'm not so sure that it's like people would act like the his playoff run two years ago where he carried the team yeah. and then you know and had 51 in the first game at Golden State. And if J.R. Smith isn't an idiot and George Hill makes free throws, they win yeah. in game one. And then, you know, who who the fuck knows what happens then? But people just want to act like that didn't happen. I mean, that was not that long ago. And he was like the best he's ever been. He's he, No matter what, who wins the MVP, you still say... I got one pick on earth with my life on the line. You take LeBron James. Yes. And so I'm just loving this year. So the, the Lakers have the best record in the NBA. Mm-hmm. He, LeBron James is leading the league in assists. And he's averaging 11 assists a game. And I don't know how much you've watched them. They, they kind of like, they kind of have it. Like they, there's a chemistry and an energy around like well, that and team. I, and that, I haven't watched, I've watched... You know, a quarter here, a quarter there of of their team this year. So not this is just speaking. This is sort of a, making assumptions, but I think a guy like Anthony Davis is a good compliment to LeBron. Yeah, because he's a guy that can catch lobs, but he's also got enough game where he can get out of the block, and he just is not really a selfish guy. No. So all those things I think lend themselves to to LeBron's game. Like Dwayne Wade had those qualities, except for he. He was a smaller guy that six need, four. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, like, I mean, but that was the only place where Dwayne and LeBron ran into trouble. It was like Dwayne just wasn't really like a right. a space guy, but Dwayne was also great on the post and yeah. great around the basket. So and he would cut. So like that was the stuff that Dwayne. It didn't matter what size he was; he could cut to the hoop. And, and LeBron and him could read each other's minds. And, the, and him and Davis have a little so of that. So that's, that's the most important thing. If him and Davis are showing that now, give them six more months. Yeah, it's going like, to be. Whoa. And, I mean, and then it's, it's, a, it's a team that on paper doesn't make any sense. Like Dwight Howard's having like a I'm back baby year. Like he is playing great. JaVale McGee's playing well for them. Like that's the makes, LeBron yeah, and Anthony so Davis. So, get, I mean, people are. Dwight Howard is a, he's a generational not player, but a generational like body. Like his talent is. Dwight Howard was really, really good for three, three years. years. Oh, eight, nine, ten, eight 11. to eleven. Like homeboy was number I mean, one. He, he was going to the finals. Yeah, he he was the 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 best center in the league. Yes, quote unquote. And his his issue is he's he's a guy that I don't know. He I've never he, been a Dwight Howard. I'm fan. not a fan because he's not. It doesn't seem like he plays with he's got no competitive fire yeah. but this year he's kind of playing with some. you have to because that's the effect of lebron james and anthony davis on your team you know every game's important you yeah. know everybody's watching and a guy like howard needs that he needs it to be important and he needs it to feel like that's a good point so it, like if he's playing on deal. a shit team he's, he's gonna be if he's in washington he's playing like shit right now <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> because he's in LA with those two guys, he's playing to his ceiling. And they got my boy Connect Four Rondo on that team. I've, I mean, I just, I Rondo's just, just ripping just, pumpkins just, just with his smashing. He's smashing pumpkins, listening to smash, smashing pumpkins. But I, I just, I miss great passers. By the way, it was Jason Williams, the white Jason Williams, like forty fourth birthday, like a oh. week and a half ago, and they, they, I just watched like Jason Williams highlights. Just do yourself a favor and block out like ten minutes. I've and done you're just I've you, done that multiple times. And you're just gonna <laughs> want to go somewhere and make great passes. Okay, a couple more things before we get to Thanksgiving talk. Um, December tenth, HBO documentary, Belichick Saban, the art of coaching. Are you all in? Because I'm all. Should in. we have a watch party? Watch party. <laughs> yeah, it's it looks I, like they are just sitting and talking. And talking about like what were you know, and I just those two guys, man. Coaches are fascinating. I, I'm. You probably have the greatest pro and the greatest college football coach to ever live in the same room together. Yeah, and they they coach together. They know each other. They're going to be able to bounce. Off. They know like the only other person in the world that understands what like Bill Belichick deals like goes through is yeah. Saban, and vice versa. You know, those guys are just it's so a, pumped. I'm too. But yeah, those those are like the two guys on earth that they want to do nothing but exactly what they're doing. Yes. If you said you you have to retire and go do something else, they're going to just be like, no, nah. what, what am I what am I supposed to do with my life? So do we have a date night watch party December 10th? December 10th. I'm in. I think am I in town? Pencil it in. I think I'm I've, I've literally on my calendar. I have nothing on December 10th. So me and you. All right. Me and you. Okay. You want to take another drink of wine before we uh, get into Thanksgiving talk? Um, what do you want first from me? Do you want my top 10 things about Thanksgiving, or do you want to get into food right away? Well, let's start with food. I'm interested what what you what <laughs> how, how you'll rank food, because I drove by a Texas roadhouse today, and that's not a joke, and I thought about you, and I thought, when's the last time you've been to Texas? It's been, it's been a long time. Been a do, long time. Do people know about your... I was, I was a big Texas I was a big Outback Steakhouse fan, too. Well, that's, I mean, do people know that? Know that I'm a chain guy at times? I'm My chain ways have have, have slowly gone away. You've gone high class with your steakhouse. Nah, I don't know about that. You think you've stepped up? I don't. I got real into, La, I've gotten into Laszlo's for a while here. <laughs> Laszlo's gets the J-O-B done. Maeve well, always wants to go to Laszlo's, and so I'm always down for going to Laszlo's. Well, for people that don't know, Nick Ba, for a long time, <laughs> was kind of known for... Eating every other meal at a Outback Steakhouse <laughs> or a Texas Roadhouse to the point where, you know. We'd be you'd, pre-gaming. You'd, ready. You'd, We're drinking and getting ready to go out on a Saturday night. And I go get Texas Roadhouse to go. And I little do I know, I'm just getting ripped. Oh, just shredded. And I mean, so we've got jokes for years about You Nick know, Bob. I will say I don't like the, the peanuts on the ground store like thing. I'm just like you're walking on like people like. That's dirty. That's disgusting. But the rolls at Texas Roadhouse, bruh, those things are. I don't even know if I remember that. Oh, what? You never had the cinnamon butter? I did have the cinnamon butter. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that that I remember. Not the rolls, the butter I remember. Oh, God. Okay, you ready for this? Is this going to be mouth-watering or (laughs) what are we doing? I'm already getting (laughs) Thanksgiving power rankings five. Top five. 
Now, is the better way to do it to go one through five or five to one? Five to one, you give me yours. I want to hear. Some of this is going to be very specific to me because everybody has little things at their family Thanksgiving that aren't necessarily like everyone maybe has like a dish or a thing that doesn't exist at every Thanksgiving necessarily. At okay. least that's the way I I think a few of these are things. You are you going to give one by one? Are we going to discuss? Or are you going to give me your five and then? No, we're going to go one. I'm going to give it to you. We'll discuss. And we'll go to the next one. Okay. Give it to me. Number five. Pumpkin bars. I'm going dessert out the gates. You ever had a pumpkin bar? See, this feels like a Ba family thing. I'm not a pumpkin guy. Usually I'm not of either. any kind. You don't like you... pumpkin? I will say pumpkin pie, It it the way it looks is disgusting. You know certain things look good? Pumpkin pie looks like you went out to like Walter White, New Mexico, <laughs> and you're like digging up Tuco Salamanca, and that's what like, it's oh. just... But pumpkin, but you have to. You would love pumpkin bars. There's enough sugar; it can be good. But I, I'm like, if you if you ever carved a pumpkin, like when I was ten, in the smell, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's disgusting, horrible, uh, right? It's disgusting. And sometimes people bake the seeds, the pumpkin, and it's just pumpkin. Anything I think is terrible. I'm a. I think you're already. Do I need to leave? Is this pot over? I'm considering it. <laughs> I'm surprised you don't you at the because you came to the Bob family Thanksgiving you didn't have a pumpkin bar. I mean, you probably have. had my grandma's six layer cake. Do you remember I my grandma's six, six layer cake? So that's oh, where Lord I'd go. Mercy. I'd go that six layers, bruh. Chocolate cake, whipped cream, chocolate cake, whipped cream. See chocolate now cake, you see that's when think about this. Think about this. It was just think about this. You now know that that's probably a better choice than the pumpkin bar because you're way more excited <laughs> about the layers. That's what I'm saying. I like layers of things. Okay, so my list has already gotten torn to shreds. Uh, Number four. See, now I'm, I'm off of a, to a slow start. <laughs> really good dinner rolls. Important for oh. using it to mop up the plate, Nick. to absorb... Nick, I'm not so sure that that's. I mean, that's a great. That's a great choice for four. I'm not so sure it doesn't need to move up. I'm talking three or two. It's getting disrespectful. Three or two. <laughs> the dinner rolls, butter, mopping up the gravy might be. You have to have it. It's up there as my favorite moment of Thanksgiving. Of Thanksgiving, like truly. Do you save the entire roll for Does, mop I up don't duty? Don't touch it. It's the walk on the, at the end of the bench that gets subbed in that everyone's all fired up at the end of the. I would meal. argue it's a scholarship player. That I've burned his red shirt. I've burned that red shirt this year because it's he needs to play. He's too good. So I am saving him for the end of the game, but he's going in. The people that, you know, it's like the uh, – it's, like, it's like we were watching The Simpsons before we started this. When, when Homer tried to take on that truck driver for, like, the biggest stake ever <laughs> – and they start, and Marge is like, Homer, don't fill up on rolls. <laughs> yeah. uh, Homer was instantly going to eat rolls before he ate the steak. You never, uh, if if someone's eating a bunch of rolls before they get into their their turkey and all that stuff, it's like, you might as well send that guy out, doing? out the, to, the, to the gutter at this point. Yeah, you, you go your... You go, you establish the run, which is turkey, mashed potatoes, and you, you establish that before you go to... Burning people's so, red shirts. So one of my wife's best friends, and this was, I, we're out to dinner with her, and you know she's, I know her well, she's a great gal. Um, she's probably going to listen to this. You're somebody. about to eviscerate I'm her. I'm going to eviscerate. So <laughs> when she eats her meal, every she, meal, and we'd always watch her. She, she, 
she saves the things she wants she likes the most for the end. For the end. So if it's what? like a, if she gets like a steak or it doesn't matter what you name no. it, she's going to eat everything around that until the thing she wants the most is the only thing left on the plate and then she goes mm. and she's like you can tell she, it's her whole process and I I app I love it. I sit there and I watch it cuz I, I, I she finally told us what she does but, and I'm like wow. But okay, so a couple things with that. Number one, that's risky that you'll you won't be hungry for that's, that's what I told the thing her. you want the most. And that's my that's the point of it is like when you said it's like, oh yeah, it's like why would you not eat the best thing first and let the stuff well, you care less about but, to finish? But also with that, are you a guy that will this sounds like she is gonna eat all of her in this thing, she's gonna eat all of her potatoes, all of her green beans, and then she eats everything one at a time? Yeah, or just yeah, she, what are you what's your style? I like to hammer meat. I'm probably three to done. one. I'm, I am going I Discovery Channel meat. Ma- I don't mix and match. You're not a casserole I'm creator. About, if I'm if I got a piece of meat in the table, I'm eating that meat pretty much till it's toast, and then and I'm then going, going on, on sides. Then I'm going on sides, and then like because there's some people that like Kim will like my wife will like pre-cut everything, which is like I I'm too I don't have the patience to pre-cut, and then she'll like. You have like one bite of steak, one bite of potatoes, one bite of this, one bite of that, one bite of that, one bite of that. And we're all just like, oh my God. Okay. This just can't do it. I can't do it. I know. It's okay. So number four, the roll. You with me on that? More than with you. On my pumpkin bars? No, pumpkin bars out the door. (laughs) You need to have a pumpkin bar. Come to my house and I'll give you a pumpkin bar. I mean, I'd rather go to a burn burn down a pumpkin bar. I promise you, you would like a pumpkin bar. Okay. Number three. This feels like a ba thing. Scalloped corn. Have you ever had scalloped corn? I need to probably Google image it for you. Scalloped corn is, it's better than just regular corn, my friend. It's got like a little crust on top of it. Yeah, let me see this. So, oh. it's bomb, bruh. Scalloped corn. I always go to the... the is that Kim's a, family is that a, doesn't do scallop corn. It just that's, hurts my that's heart. Grandma Patty? That's I think that's a my grandma was was huge in scallop corn. Do I, you I kinda, like corn? I do like corn. Like I, straight up, like baby corn. Uh, baby got back corn. Baby corn. Why is it baby corn? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you mean like the little corn that you? I think the little corn. Have you seen the little? The thingy? little corns are ridiculous. I think those are obnoxious. What are those? I don't know. What are? Why like, where do they come from? from? Like, know. are they like do do elves eat them? <laughs> the or keeper what? elves are somewhere elves like like who people that have those? If you bring those into a party, you never get in. I like your attitude right now. You're pretty. <laughs> you're pretty judgmental. Well, I've gotten a, I've gotten a whole glass of wine. Oh down. God. I'm okay. Well. Okay. So corn. Uh, scalloped corn for me, but just corn. I'm not against corns. A, a staple on Thanksgiving. I. That's like a five for me, though. That's not a three. <laughs> I think I think what you're I should have prepped you on this and had you come up with five because you find out when you got to put five down it's harder than you think. I'll I'll come with it. But okay, so that's number three. Number two, turkey. It's that is Thanksgiving. It, it, it's tur- turkey. It, I mean, come on, like you can't make a power list and not have turkey in your top three. Agreed. Right. Great. No, it, it, it's not Thanksgiving if it's not. Now, one it. thing I did do was I didn't include gr- gravy. Isn't its own thing, right? Or would you have gravy its own? Would gravy get its own ranking? Uh, if you want me to give my ranking, let me just tell you something. Gravy's in it. 
And gravy's got its own its own slot. You're killing me right now. I feel like I've laughed at everything you've said for the best 30 minutes. But okay, quick side note question on turkey. How much gravy do you put on your turkey? What's your style there? Because if you go dry turkey, you might be like, Ow. so so think about this. If you go turkey with no gravy, turkey's out of the top five. <laughs> I mean, if if you don't have enough turkey, I mean enough gravy to cover the turkey. Oh, you're smothering it. And to cover the the you know down in it. Turkey's not so good. <laughs> if somebody's you know walks over and they don't they got turkey no gravy, I'm just like, oh boy. I, I kind of roll my eyes and say Happy Thanksgiving. Like, good luck. <laughs> you're gonna die. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta have. Well, do you consider one thing that I like to do is use a little mashed potatoes to soften the bingo yeah bingo. so it doesn't necessarily have to be all gravy but you gotta have something on top of the turkey to moisten up the turkey agree go. okay so piece. number two turkey and then let's get to it number one mashed potatoes to me that the the everything begins and ends it's like it's not the most it's not necessarily the the headliner but you it's not jordan Ooh. You know, Turkey's probably Jordan, but did Jordan win anything without Pippin? No. You need the mashed potatoes. So you're putting Pippin number one and Jordan number two. I just want to say that you you have to have mashed potatoes. Nick Bob, the analogy. Put Jordan it's the analogy. two and it's the analogy. <laughs> it's the analogy. It's Nick, the analogy. You just put Jordan at two. The point is you can't have a successful meal without mashed potatoes. I'll give you that. I, I am not going to argue you mashed potatoes because uh, mashed potatoes deserves its seat at the table so is it in your top five let me guess your top five turkey Take- gravy mashed potatoes no a roll mashed potatoes and then cookies Ooh, good, good choices <laughs> so so here's my dilemma here's my dilemma mashed potatoes as a kid mashed potatoes and gravy as a kid, it would have been turkey, gravy, you, you don't mashed potatoes, corn, cookies. And has a lot changed in your life? Here's what's changed. Sweet potatoes. I love sweet potatoes See, I like now. sweet potato fries. Sweet potato mash is kind of like... Oh, they do sweet potatoes on Thanksgiving, and I'm telling you what, it's making a run at regular mashed potatoes with the gravy, and it's a, t- it's a toss-up now. You've got your hand raised. I got a question. Two. Yep. What? Can I just say something and we'll edit it out if it's stupid? Yeah. What is sweet potato pie? Like, what is that? Um, like, is it a pie? Like, is it literally it look probably, like a pie? It probably looks like sweet mashed sweet potatoes, but it's got like a sugar and... Has it got marshmallows on top of it? Yeah, it's probably got like a little okay, layer or that. something. Yeah, so I, I don't I don't have that. What do you one. put cranberry sauce on? I've never, to say I've never, cranberry sauce is yet to make it on my plate in 35 Thanksgivings. So same way, 35 Thanksgiving, no cranberry. What's I'm a stuffing hater. What is, stuffing's like, like they what exactly? Stick things in a bird. I think they took the leaves that fell from the fall, they ground them up, put a little grass in there, oh. and then... Baked it and that's stuff. I'm. I was expecting you to say stuffing, but I'm glad you didn't because I, I'm a. There's no stuffing in no. that comes into my world. Um no. So yeah, but anyway, back to the list. <laughs> Probably I might lead with gravy, 
gravy, turkey, <laughs> rolls, it's like and then with ranch dressing. And can I do both potatoes mashed and I sweet guess. as I'll, my I number mean, four? It's your list. It's your world. Gosh, that's tough. Um, what's your dessert? I, I felt like you had to have a dessert. I would go cookies, but you just have like. I tried to make it like what you really have on Thanksgiving. You know what? I also I eat all the time because uh, Kim's mom always. I was a, I love banana bread. I murder yeah. banana bread. Last time we went to Vegas, you and I went and made banana bread runs. It was great. Man, it was they're good. I I'd be but I I don't know if I get that every Thanksgiving. So right. that, I don't know if I have it. So maybe I'll finish with both potatoes, mashed and sweet, because I eat them both now. <laughs> so I'm gonna go the. So five your plate staples. will have. Mashed potatoes and sweet, like regular mashed potatoes and sweet potatoes on it? I go multiple rounds, so some rounds are... Yeah, okay. All right, so there you go. That's a food rig. That was fun. Wasn't that good? Okay. Now, I I just started writing things down over a cup of coffee today on just 10 thoughts on Thanksgiving or what I like about Thanksgiving. Just observations about family things, all those things. So this might feel a little Seinfeldian, like, what is the deal with... But... So, so I'm going to give you one by one. You're going to react, all right? Let me have okay. another drink of wine. Because we got to finish this by the end of this bad boy. Hey, you better get going here. I think you might be ahead of me. Or we might be dead even. We're on a, we're on a pretty good pace here. Orlando pace. You want to give me a pour? Yep. All right. Hold okay. on here. Keep her steady. Good. Here we go. <sighs> okay. All right. All right, I'm David Letterman. This is Top 10 Things I Like About Thanksgiving. Okay. He, okay, number 10. It's the one time of year it's okay to overeat. And in fact, it is like it's what you're supposed to do. Going for seconds, thirds, fourths in any other setting is kind of like, honey, did you see Brandon? He had three helpings. Like you're going to get gossiped about a little bit. But you know when one person like you, you get that like table talk. Like one guy's like, well, I'm going for it again. They're like, boy, Brad. You're doing yeah, it's it. It's a badge of honor. It really is. Like how many rounds do you do? Like I got three in, you know. What's what's your norm? You normally two or three? I'm usually too good. Like I'm talking, yeah. I go in that mug twice yeah. for real, for real. <laughs> But, and then the third one might be just like, uh, you know, little. What do you do? I feel like you go like four. You are, for, for a guy that is Mr. Slim and Trim, you like. I'm getting better. I, I, you, I got. Okay. Can I give a timeout? If you go to dinner with Bo Rude. Here's what's going to happen. It's like, first of all, you eat fast. And then you try to act like you're not hawking other people's plates. But you are hawking these plates. And the moment someone, you know, that move of like, that move of someone's done. There's a difference between someone that stops eating and is done. The second that person's done eating, you're like, oh, I'll eat, I'll eat that, I'll eat that. And you, I call you the garbage disposal. You garbage disposal, then the rest. You eat your meal and then garbage disposal the rest of everybody else's plate. I eat. I do. I love eating. But that's, I, so, okay, so how many rounds you go? I'm usually three. I'm getting better at it, though. For a while there, you know, we'd go to this uh, friend's house and it was, it's almost like a, a party. They have a big buffet. It's really yeah. fun. But I was getting to the point where there was two years this is a few years ago where I would I'd go three rounds of big <laughs> and, meals and KO yourself and I would sleep in the middle of a party like there's 30 people around having a good time and I'd be on the couch <laughs> I'd fall asleep because I would immediately be 
knocked out. Right. I put myself in a coma like yeah. 10, 10 minutes after dinner. And I'm like, that's stupid. Like, you don't want to eat that much. So, yeah, I'm at the point. There's a fine line. Yeah, you don't even feel good. Like, no. I almost did it for like a... Like, yeah, like just, say, it's the badge of honor. Like, I it's just did. what is acceptable that day. Yeah, it's part of like this, like Thanksgiving. But, that, but I enjoy that. Oh, you get that one day a year. You just real quick side watch. note, bonus thing. What do you do? Uh, well, here, let me back up. This is bonus bonus time. So we're already one bonus, thing. Bonus? Yeah, we're bonus bonus time. We're in the double bonus already. Uh, number one, are you a Thanksgiving lunch or dinner guy? Like, when do you want to have that meal? I want to have lunch. I want to have. I want to be able to have leftovers that night. Waiting all day. Uh, we we've always done more of a dinner. Now it is. I'm so now. I, I, like when you came you to Fremont, we ate at like one. I'm fine with either. I don't care. But now I I do too because my we go to my wife's. Your wife in Stromsburg. Yeah. The <laughs> Swedish capital, of Nebraska. And we we crush at noon, and then we go to a friend's house. TRs. Or you go to the Hazes? Going yeah. to Hazes at, uh, you know, they eat about six. So I, I double up. So do you go to Kim's? Are you just Usually, a one? Are you a one? You no, know, it's different this year. My parents are in Hawaii. Shouts out to Rich and Rayette. Just living living their best life. Even though my dad is just like, he called me. He's like, is a storm coming? And he wanted me to go check on something. It's like, you're in Hawaii. Stop worrying about a storm in Nebraska. Okay, but usually, honestly, what we've done at times is just have it on separate days. That, see, that's probably a better way to do it. It's hard but, to do it twice in one day. Well, it's hard, and it's, you got to travel. I yeah. Because, you know, Kim's yeah, parents Omaha, are Lincoln. in Omaha, yeah. too. So we usually eat it about, at at my wife's family, we eat about like four. Yeah. that's, that's In a perfect world, I mean at like one. I like so, one because then you can, rec- like, say you can recover. recover and, but, and then it also, like, then it makes it interesting how you structure your morning. Like, if you're really trying to starve yourself or how you're going to structure your morning. Mm. You're going to work out on Thanksgiving morning so you feel better about yourself? A little bit, Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, that's, uh, that's number one. Number two, you kind of got into it. Adult napping is acceptable. Like, it is acceptable behavior on as in post- the middle. Yeah. In the middle of a group of adults for another name another day where in Un- a group of unacceptable an, unacceptable frowned upon time. you're getting woken up and saying excuse me if you go to a party of any kind and you go to sleep they're like what's wrong what with is you? going on with that guy? on thanksgiving it's like like fred really hit the line hard this you're, you're like proud of him you're proud he of the guy the that's snoring hard. in the middle of the party yeah that's great and i'm saying like i said that was me and i like was like that that's what you do and now i'm like I don't think I want to be snoring every Thanksgiving. But at least at least it's acceptable on that day. It is. So adult napping, acceptable. Number three, football is a part of the fabric of the holiday. Like it is ingrained. Like football and Thanksgiving are hand in hand, at least in our world and in the majority of worlds. I'm, I love that. I'm trying to think. So – What's so awesome about that is there. There's people. I'm sure a lot of the people listening. They have you know Thanksgiving's almost the day where families who normally don't do anything they'll say we're gonna play the family f- touch football or tackle football yeah. game or friends get together. I had some friends that they got together Thanksgiving morning and like you know they played tackle football. Or oh my something, god! Right? It was really fun. Well, I, but you know. I, my family never did that. No, I didn't do that. We played horse. You we played had, horse with me. Yeah, horse yeah. was good. Shout well, out really, to basketball. But you always had the lions on, 
and you always it. have the NFL. And then it's and Lions, then, Cowboys, Dolphins. There's yeah. Packers. Those four teams always seem I mean, to Barry play. Barry Sanders. It was just like I had a full belly, and I would watch Barry Sanders just be awesome. And you listen to John Madden, be like, "Oh, the turkey with the the the, the turkey." Oh, the and John Madden. John Madden's voice. John Madden. <laughs> With the turkey legs, that, that's, that's isn't good. that good? That makes me happy. Like that's you good. saying that, that makes you feel good. Like Lions versus Packers, watching Barry Sanders, Brett Favre, and John, and John Madden Madden's voice. with turkey legs, having a turkey leg. That that's like potential you, up there. With like, do you want to just die and go to heaven, and that's heaven? Like, if that's your final thought before your last breath, you're, that's a decent final thought. To have. Like, I would take a bite of that turkey and just kick the bucket and call and it Madden. Be like. Oh, he's out of it. <laughs> My John Madden, it's, it's, a down, uh, it's almost, it's almost turns into the Bill Cosby with the, It's Cosby. It <laughs> almost goes there, but I, I can't quite balance it. They're not going to get it, that's, Pat Summer. They have the stuffing for you, John. No, that's not. That's like almost Kennedy. That almost, no, no that's, that's not good. I don't have that. But, okay, football, fat part of the holiday. That's awesome. Now we're getting crazy with some stuff here. Number four. This is for the older people. And older being like when you start dating and then you... The beauty of it is when you, when you start dating and you get introduced to a new family or just when you're old enough to recognize these things. When someone in your family brings a new boyfriend or girlfriend or husband or wife into Thanksgiving and you get to just watch the stress of that person for that day, that dynamic is, that's a tough one. I mean, do you remember the first Stromsburg it's, Thanksgiving you had it, with it, your wife? You feel for anybody that has to do that because you're leaving your turf and you're going on their turf. Oh, yeah. Everything they do is different and weird. It's different. You're doing you're their not, things. You probably got to hold in a bunch of farts for the, for the course of like 10 hours. <laughs> as a man. Like, oh, as God. A man, you're like, you're like, walk out of there floating <laughs> like you're on the Thanksgiving Day parade. <laughs> Thanks for Thanksgiving. <laughs> I think that's more first dates. I mean, it's both. Uh, <laughs> uh, you better hope they got a loud fan yeah. in that bathroom going there and just uh, let it rip, boy. <laughs> I got that mug like Mickey Mouse <laughs> floating through the air. <laughs> Haven't tooted in ten hours. Okay, but but that <laughs> yeah no it's uh, it's uh, what was I saying? Oh man. Um. Oh, going to so yeah. Just, just, just that whole you, dynamic. You Either you're the one. But yeah, they got all the things. They got all their jokes. Oh, they know man. each other. You don't know anybody. You're just trying you're just not to stress be, for them, man. Well, you're trying not to be a, a, an idiot. What's your go-to? Like if someone – so Court's got a, a bunch of – your wife's got a bro, some brothers and sisters. Like if yeah. they would bring a significant other, are you going to be out of your way, go talk to them? What's your style? Uh, I balance it a little bit. I balance. I mean, some of them are younger, so – And you don't want to be a, a – a, jerk you no, know? no but that, you also like yeah i mean i i, I don't know i guess that's, yeah that's, i i just uh, you you want to be friendly to everybody but absolutely yeah. but i just that whole dynamic is fantastic to me oh yeah it's great uh the the next one what am i number might be number six I've lost count already <laughs> um this one doesn't have to expand but leftovers thanksgiving leftovers fantastic you gotta love it right we don't need to expand on that everybody knows what that is uh number seven 
It's kind of sad when you graduate from the kids' table to the adult table. I'm not going to lie. I wanted to hang on to the kids' table for as long as possible. Even now, if I got my plate of everything I want and I see the kids' table and then I ever look over the adult table, like I kind of want to go to the kids' table. You know, the, I'm not around kids. Like, the kids that I am around, so one of the Thanksgivings, there's no kids. And the other one, the kids are all really young. They're like yeah, two, three, four, five. So like, that's not like, you know, you don't, eight to 15 is still the kid's table, but that's like a kid's table I want to be at. Not right. two, three, two, three, you're yeah, drawing. Two, three is just, yeah, you got kids spitting Barney. up and to, yeah. I don't, don't want to be at that table. Yeah. I got no, no well, interest in that table. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, like, honestly, you know, like, how did you know when you were a man? And there's a lot of ways to qualify that. But like, one of the ways you know, you're like, when you are, <laughs> Oh no! Is he gonna spit it out? We almost got a full fledged spit out. Keep it together over there, bro. Keep it freaking together. Over there. <laughs> There's a lot of ways to know. I'll try to save it. There are a lot of ways for you to know that you're you've become an adult. One of them is where do you sit at Thanksgiving? Like I feel like I sat with the kids. Now, granted, my kids' table were like, were like my cousins. <laughs> Because we were all at the same age, so it was like, in our eyes, that was the kid's table, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you mean. That's a big, that's a seminal moment to me, when you are no longer at the kid's table. It's funny. I've been away from, like, just my family Thanksgiving. We've been at, like, a bigger Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's a little For long enough where it's it's a free-for-all, but I I can only imagine if you're at the same one every year, the same people... It is like a, it's a step you move. You move that table, and it's a moment where you go, you're with us now. Right. You're no longer over there. You're over here. It's weird, right? It's weird. The next one. This one. There's two that are kind of like cheesy, but like whatever. Because you understand this. It's a great feeling. We talk about the awkwardness when you're the new person. You know what's a great feeling is when you are officially comfortable with your girlfriend's family or wife's family yes that's a great feeling yeah and not only do you, are you comfortable you love everyone there you like thoroughly really enjoy seeing these people you're good that's yeah. a good feeling you're in you don't worry anymore yep. it's all good yep the next one i've lost count what if someone's kind of like an eight maybe uh what number am i what on number here? am i on with yeah. the, the unspoken battles for the good spot on the couch or the good chair. If there's one recliner or if there's maybe only like a couple of goods that, that either have an angle at the TV are comfortable, are going to be able to maximize potential naps. See, that comes from an early Thanksgiving though. Like you eat earlier. Yeah, see this you're is watch, all... And you're, when you're for watching football afternoon and night, that is an important thing. Like I said, I've shifted now where it's... It seems yeah, to be more like I'm doing both. That's what's hard about some of this I'm stuff. Everybody's the, Thanksgivings. You would think everyone's Thanksgiving experience is similar. It's not. Necessarily. But that's universal. That's universal to people who are at one eat place early. and they eat early. The the place on the couch because everybody's going to nap. If you're eating at noon and you eat a lot and the football's on, napping is about closing at ninety percent. Yeah, you just you want a good spot on the couch. That's important. Number nine. I'm going into a lot of relationship stuff. There's nothing more hilarious than the drive over with your significant other and you get the reminders of names of your family's extended family and you still lack the confidence to pull the trigger when you see them. You're like, so the uncle's name's what? It's what? 
Okay, got it. And then you you walk in and see him like, hey, man. So with Jensen's, though. The Jensen's have 70. They, have, they, br- they all go to their place? Oh, they're all there. All the extended family comes to their Pretty place? Pretty much. So are you looking at like 50 people? I mean, we're, no, it's not. I guess it's not that. But you're I over mean, 20? They have, she's one of seven. And they got, they, they're all. And they're all families yeah. there. And then, you know, you have aunts and uncles there. That's a lot. In my defense, I had a lot of I had a lot of names to get to know. I'm not good with names, so. But the the whole you're you're getting you're getting the refreshers, and then it just there's something about you're just terrified to call them the wrong name, and so you just don't pull the trigger, even though you had studied leading up to the moment. That's my life every day. It's I'm tough. Like, oh God. Yeah, that's tough. Then the last one. You may disagree with this because, I mean, I don't know, we've, but you're like family to me. There's nothing quite like laughing with your family. Of all the kinds of laughs, there's, you know, there's coworker laughs, there's like, you know, your girlfriend laugh, there's friends laugh. There's nothing quite like when your family really gets howling. When the, cause it's the most pure, probably. It is. Right? Cause it comes from the place that you've always known. And when you laugh with your family, there's, there's no, you're not putting on ever. No, it's the, it's just, it comes from a place you've known forever, and it feels good. It, and good, and then obviously you know the Baugh family volume of laughter is. You know who <sighs> leads that volume? <laughs> to me, you've always let it. Chips, my uncle Chips, pretty loud. Chip is loud. Chips, Chips, oh, just la- like he's like a baritone. He's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chips. My laugh is loud. Chip's just loud. Yeah, your your laugh's... My cousin screen. Scott's got a pretty loud laugh. Yeah, Scotty. But yeah, so there you go. There's uh, 10 thoughts on Thanksgiving. How do, how do we... Do we do okay on that? How do we do on that? You feel okay about it? I thought it was excellent. I think we're coming with it today. Yeah, we're pretty good today. Let me take How's a look. How's our wine intake? I don't know. I mean, you're... How are we doing do a, here? Let's finish this thing off here. Hold on. Here. Okay, then we're going to get into some football here, my man. I'm actually really excited to talk some football. Okay, all right. And we have cashed the bottle of wine. So the wine's in the glass. The, it's out. It's done, though. And uh, how long have we been going? We're at we're about 49 minutes, my friend. So we're, we're trending in a good spot. Perfect. All right, a couple of things I want to ask you about. What's it like to play on Black Friday? Like, is that kind of weird? Because uh, that, seems, it, that seems like it'd be hard. No, it, it's actually, I mean... Just like because for do, me, you do Thanksgiving with the team, so there's like okay. a team Thanksgiving. The, yeah, let people know this stuff because I'm sure a lot of people yeah, are fascinated I mean, I, what it's like for a player on Thanksgiving week. I mean, I can remember being at Colorado. You're at the hotel and you have turkey and you, you know, you. Have, uh, I got called out to say the prayer and I wasn't prepared. It was <laughs> it was a meet the Fockers situation. Really? Yeah, I was not ready. <laughs> Callan called me out and I was like, I was like, you know. I wasn't listening. You were thinking about your gravy. And I was like, I I had to do the team prayer. You know, in front of everybody, and it was a disaster. So Was it bad? Well, because I wasn't ready for it, so I had nothing up top, you know? So I was like, uh, 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 you know. Dear God, I want to say thanks to Stuart Bradley and his various uh, haircuts and his great hairline and his enormous frame. Was, I mean, what? It was like, God, you're a good God. Thanksgiving's you're not right good. Guy. You know, uh, you're a type of guy that I would, you know, say, you know, you're a good guy. You know, it's, uh, it's good, uh, good doing some good things. I'm sure you have some things you wish you had back, but you're doing some good things. Is that pretty much what it was? Oh, no, it was, it was atrocious. So anyway, but <laughs> to get it back on subject, terrible. But you're like in a hotel, or you're probably, you know, at the stadium, and you do like a dinner. So you do a dinner with your team. You don't get to do like a family Thanksgiving. But then the the game. It's kind of a bummer. 
A little bit. You're with your boys, though. And you're, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. That, and, that's and here's the thing people understand. This sounds cheesy, too. I'm full of cheese today. You are full of I cheese. I am full of cheese. How about that? Your, your, your team kind of becomes, is like, I know that sounds like it's my brother, man. They, like, that whole group, there is a family feel to it. Your coaches, your, every, it's, it's really like a team. We were rare. Or like a family. We, we were, you were at Creighton, I'm at Nebraska, and we were local guys. Who yeah. Could, we could go be with our family because we were in town, but the rest of these guys, Majority of these guys on our team, they can't go home. Yeah, you know, I mean, I brought Omar Wilkes yeah. to the Ball family Thanksgiving. You know, I mean, I brought I, I would bring people that couldn't go home. You know, Omar in L.A. He can't go to L.A. Yeah, you know I mean? so it's it's important I think to have it with you know the guys on your team that can't go home. Um, but what's really cool about and this is why I was so adamantly against when I heard they were trying Moving to get it. rid of that. But like, you know, it's a special day to play football. It's it's like we said, everybody's you're the, you're the center stage, man. Yeah, well, everybody's already in football mode with their families. It's Thanksgiving. You play football with your family, right? But you know, you're one of like two or three games, and the whole country is yeah. watching you, and you know it, right? And that's a big deal. It's a huge deal. You get to be center stage with everyone watching, and so it's like and football's top of mind. Like, yeah, it's, it's, like, it's the it's the greatest time to be playing football. There there might not be a better time to be like sure a better weekend to play football than Thanksgiving weekend. Right. So we were fortunate enough to come out of the seventies as a national champion team, and as the as TV took off. We got that game with Oklahoma. We got that game. We got the Thanksgiving Day, Black Friday, Black game. Friday game, and we've held on to it. Like that's a gift. That is like a blessing to have. Totally. So the fact that we got it, I couldn't believe when I heard we were going away from that. Like I you, was like, you had people that truly didn't get it, and they're they're not here anymore because they right. Didn't. Honestly, that was probably like that was the last straw. Like and so lost- it was that, and then then they lost in North. Then I of course lost in Northern Illinois, and yeah. it was like all right. That Enough. that was my straw. They could have beat ten teams, and it's like, doesn't you gave up Black Friday? I'm done. You don't you. get it, right? You don't get it. Right. So, it's a special weekend, and the fact that we still got it, um, and now it's it's transitioning into Iowa as our as, as our team. rival. Yeah, like that's fine, and and I'm excited for it. Okay, uh, you bring up the word rival because I think one of the things that's been ever since Nebraska went into the Big Ten. One of the things that gets sacrificed, obviously, is rivalries. And mm-hmm. you start manufacturing things and all that stuff. You know, you just don't have decades and decades and decades worth of playing a team. Yeah. And, and that's hard. So there was natural Wisconsin stuff because of Barry Alvarez for that to be the rival. And they were kind of they're, – they're a good program. But then the Iowa thing, there, there's a reason that got chosen to be the Black Friday game. And border bordering states, yeah, all that stuff. Now, Husker fans, I think, for the most part, have fought it a little bit that they don't want to acknowledge Iowa as a rival because I think, I think what how I would explain it, and I'm curious to get your take on it. I think a lot of Husker fans view themselves as like they're a superior program to Iowa, and. They don't by acknowledging them as a rival. I think some Oscar fans get nervous that that is like moving the program down a peg in their head. And I, I don't. I mean, some of that stuff's kind of silly. 
That that's interesting. I, I understand a little bit of the if their arrival was that say about us, but right now they're better than us. Mm-hmm. So I think we have to sort of adapt to the times. For and that's a twofold thing, right? Adapt to the times where they're better than us right now as a program. So we do need to elevate to even be on their level at this oh, yeah. point. But the second thing is this: we don't really have a rival anymore no. because we left. We left our division where we had two. We had Oklahoma, Colorado, and Colorado. And even I could argue Kansas State for a little bit. And like Kansas, Kansas State, State was more of a rival than I would even view Iowa right now. Yeah, I would agree. And, and that's that's from thirty years. Of but that's time. Nothing plays around, yeah. right? Right. From from fighting it out. So I do think we need to understand that a rivalry, even if you're you're trying to say, well, yeah, historically we're a better program. That's true. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't have a rival. So yeah. my thought is like, they should be our rival because one, we're bordering each other. They're a good program. We're a good program. We're going to be battling out the West for a while. But more than anything, that state, the state of Iowa, yeah. we're going to be fighting over about, call it three to five recruits every year. There's three to five recruits in Iowa that we're going to need and that I was going to try to hold on to. And if we're better, we can probably get them. If they're better, they're going to hold on to them. Because mm-hmm. I was, you know, they're calling a million and a half more people than us. Yeah. Because, yeah. So we're at 1.9 million. They're probably closer to 3 million. I don't know what it is, but something it's something like more, yeah. that. So one, we're 1.8, one they're 3 something maybe. Um, so they have more population. They're going to have more better players than we do in our state. So. The recruiting of Iowa, even though you think, oh, three to five guys maybe a year, I think those three to five guys are going to be really You need important. everything you can get. Yeah. You there's need every advantage, couple, everything you can get. There's going to be get. a couple linemen and a couple yes. – like there's just going to be a couple guys that can go either way. And that's why that this rivalry is going to get more important because we're figuring out recruiting is getting harder. Everybody we can get from Iowa, Kansas, Colorado, and South Dakota – Matters. It's huge. Matters a ton. Huge. You got to get every good player to come to Nebraska. And right now, it's it's we're finding I, out it's it's becoming harder to get totally. those guys. Can I? I usually never like this is a week. People on Twitter are going at it. You know, Husker fans are going at it with Iowa fans, and Iowa fans are going at it. I always don't engage in that, but I did send a tweet out today on Tuesday. And can I can I almost kind of homer out for a second? Give it to me. And so we talk about you know you're like I was a better they're better than Nebraska right now. Yeah. Recently, yes. Like the past, you, you want to go five eight years? Yes. But what's interesting is, you know, because Iowa Iowa fans. Because Iowa fans almost are like getting dismissive of Nebraska, which yeah. is a which is like really. Mm-hmm. Because what's interesting is, I looked up these numbers. Iowa from 1999 till now, and the reason I chose 1999 is because that's when Kirk Ferentz was hired. Fair. Yep. So Iowa from 1999 to present day, Nebraska from 1999 to present day, their records. Nebraska is 171 and 97. Iowa is 160 and 104. So Nebraska has a better record. 
Top 25 finishes. Nebraska has 10. Iowa has 7. Top 10 finishes. Iowa has 5. Nebraska has 3. Nine win or more seasons. Nebraska has 13. Iowa has 7. Division titles. Nebraska has 5. Iowa has 3. Conference titles. Nebraska has 1. Iowa has 2. Years flat out missed a bowl game. Nebraska has 4. Iowa has 4. And then we could also throw in the two obvious things. National championship game appearances. Nebraska has one. Iowa has zero. Heisman Trophy winners. Nebraska has one. Iowa has zero. And the the reason I looked at those is to kind of illustrate the point of Nebraska's... How do I want to say this? It... I think those numbers are interesting because this has been Nebraska's worst 20-year stretch of football since like the 1960s, right? Since the 40s, since, since prior to yeah, since yeah. prior to 1962. Yeah. So you go back 50 some 60 years. Yeah. And so Nebraska's worst 20-year stretch in better in more than 50 plus years is at least on par with if not better than Iowa. Yeah, that, that, so, that's like if you compare us from 62 to 99 and them, we're smashing them. It's, of course. And, it's and my point charts. is from 99 even to 2019, it's pretty it's, even. It's pretty even. So I guess my thing is, as I homer out for a second, Iowa fans, like you want to puff out your chest about like you, your, 20, your last 20 years, which has been one of your best 20 years of your program history coincides with Nebraska's worst 20 years. Yeah. And it's like it's basically their it's it's their last 5 years they've been they've been better for they've them. They've won 4 in a row on, against Nebraska and I will acknowledge that 100 times out of 100 I got no problem acknowledging that. And other than like I I like those like I really liked when they had Chad Greenway and and Abdul Hodge. Those were two, like I love those guys great linebackers that had really good I like defense. how Iowa plays. Like they you, were I mean, they were good for a couple years in the mid 2000s but really you talk about except for these last five years, we don't even consider them. They're not even in the same sentence. It's like it's like that play where Eric Crouch runs an option and then the Iowa defender comes up and he just says, "I'm gonna truck you." And yes. he just—that's how we saw Iowa. That play embodies. Yeah. yeah, that embodies how we felt about Iowa. Like it's a joke to us. Right. Now, like, we're taking them seriously. Totally. But they have taken five years out of 60 and said, and tried to flip the screen. Like, no, you can't do that. That's the best way to put it. They yeah. tried to take five-ish years and extrapolate that into, like, game, set, match, Iowa. And it's like, get the fuck out of here, Exactly. Dude. That, that's the problem with that that rhetoric from them is that it, it it's not earned. You haven't earned it. It's, it's a couple of years when we've been down, it's like saying Oklahoma's not a rival because they, they had those, yeah, right. They had they those had like five years in the nineties. We're like, oh, they're not so good. Well, guess what? Like three years later, they won a national title and they've been on top ever, ever since. Yeah, and so, so I guess that—that's what Iowa is trying to treat us. Uh, it's like I don't even know. Like I don't even know who who would treat like a potential rival. Like a historical program like that, because like that's that's a really odd move. By I guess that that so I I just wanted to I wanted to homer out for a second just to kind of be like listen like I will acknowledge like I will acknowledge to Iowa fans I will acknowledge the past four or five years you have 
dominated Nebraska, yeah. kicked their teeth and dominated them. Yeah. I will not run from that. That's fine. And and so I think every Husker fan will too. That's fine. But like, also, you also got to see, first of all, you want to zoom all the way out? That ain't going to look good for you. Yeah. And even if you want to zoom to just 20 years since Ferentz arrived, it still doesn't look good it for you. It still doesn't look good for you. Yeah. I mean, we were beating them Pelini's first few years. Like, yeah. We were beating them when they out. Got in, yeah, went two and one in the first three games. And the yeah. one the one loss was the game, I swear to God, or it might have been three and one. I can't remember. Like, I think it was three and might one. Might have been three. The one, and the one loss was the one, I swear to God, Bo Pelini was trying to get fired. Remember, he, he swung his hat at the official oh, yeah. and all that stuff. I swear to God. <laughs> I have this. I feel like I can tell this, tell this story now. Uh, I'm telling you, all the assistant coaches on that staff were telling all the recruiting guys, Sean Callahan, all those dudes, like before the game, hey, really, like basically like this is it. We really appreciate, uh, you know, everything, you know, the coverage, all that stuff. Stay in touch. We'll be like all those assistants, meaning Bo himself, went into that game thinking it was over. So okay, so one of your one of your wins early on was against a coach you thought he was going to get fired, yeah. and then the other another win against Riley. I mean, Riley was so fired it was like yeah, okay. So done. all right, enough of Nick Ba. How about that? I, li- I like how much of a homer you were today. How about that? I and you know what people I've known in some parts of the world as the Husker hater, but that's funny. What it is hilarious to me. But uh, okay, let's before we get into this year last year's game you fired up on something called youtube i have to imagine unless you kept it kept on your dvr from a year ago no it, it's actually i didn't know this existed but like i don't know who does this but there's breakdowns they'll have the game in 40 minutes so every, like you go oh, on youtube great. and like, i i watched wisconsin i've watched a few games where they have last year's game on youtube and they'll just they'll cut right to the – you can see every play of the game. Though. Yeah. It's awesome. I mean, it's so good. So you can really watch and see what happened. Um, so I was – you know, this is becoming part of my routine now is I like to, to re-watch see last, last year. Yeah. year, see how it looked. And I got to be honest with you, we looked really good on offense. And J.D. Spielman didn't play, if my memory serves me correct. J.D. may, may have not been I'm almost positive J.D. Spielman right. did not play. Because Cade Warner, Cade Warner was in, and, and we'll talk about yeah. him in a second. But essentially, Nebraska looked pretty dang good on offense. I mean, we had mm-hmm. Stanley Morgan. We had Ozigbo. Maurice Washington had a good day. Martinez was the playing baller, really just. well. And so that I watched that game and was like, wow, let's go. that was our offense, okay? Then we check, I, I, I checked out the defense, and – um, a little bit of different story. The Iowa tackles oh. and their tight ends, especially that the guy that was drafted, I think Hawkinson. 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 Yeah. I mean, they were they dominated. That's us. what I like. That was a game, and I don't want to like we'll get into leading up to it. But that was a game. I mean, Nebraska lost on a last second field goal. But yeah. to me, that was one of those games that sometimes the final score doesn't necessarily tell the whole story. Like, yeah, that was a game that Nebraska was really close to winning. But I felt like that was a game Nebraska got dominated for the majority of the time they, in the line, they, in the trenches. So they did. Like, so the, the, Iowa's offense, they didn't have any huge plays, but they like they just pounded us. They pounded our defensive line for four quarters. And, you know, it was just little by little they'd march down and get in. Um, Nebraska's offense did a pretty good job and stayed in the game and, and kept us in. And actually, Martinez, you know, he, he scores a touchdown with three minutes to go and has an unbelievable 
two-point conversion where he scrambles around, runs all the way around the field, finds Cade Warner in the back of the end zone, catches it, gets his feet down, takes a big shot, and Nebraska ties the game up with three. It it was – it all came back to me. I was like, oh, yeah. Right. I remember how unbelievable that felt. What happens? Iowa marches down the field. We hold them to fourth and eight. And they're on their own like 40. And they they have a choice. Do they punt? Do they go for it? They go for it. Our defensive back is playing at about 15 yards. And their pro tight end runs eight yards, turns around, and catches the ball. Ball, And then they kick. Yeah. Field goal. Ball game. But you, you realize like, man, we got our butts kicked last year on defense. And really it came down to a fourth and eight. Fourth and eight. A couple like. That's that's how we were playing on offense last year. That's that's that momentum we had going into the end what, of the season. Two things real quick. Number one, before I ask the big question I want to get to, I think it's important to remember because I've been texting you about it. Their fake field goal led us back in the game. Like, their their fake field goal was idiotic. Big mistake. Big I, mistake on their part. But I think that's important. Like, I mean, they should – like, it was a horrible yeah. decision, bad. Uh, but you know what? Like, it also – Nebraska, you, you – in order to let someone back in the game, they have to take advantage of it. And Nebraska took advantage of it. And Martinez sure. went to another level. And that's what I want to ask you about. What? Give me what, because I think that's what people are trying to, what stu- biggest difference between Martinez that you saw on last year's Iowa game and this, like, or do they look like the same dude, just different guys around them? Really or like look like a diff- that much different, but like he had, he was balling. He had Spielman, he had Ozigbo, and he had, like Mo Washington had a handful like big catches like they were thrown to mow and wheel right. routes and screens and stuff, and um, it's where you kind of realize, like, oh, you know what, Mo wasn't playing great for a while there, but, but he, I mean, I mean, Mo, we Mo miss was, him. Hey, yeah. let me just tell you something. We when you watch when you watch Wisconsin last year and Iowa last year, you go, oh, oh, it's good to have Mo. Well, even that guy, guess, I mean, on the even, field, even this year. The swing pass, Colorado. Like, I get all that stuff was blocked perfectly, but you no. know who had to basically become Nick. Usain Bolt? Nick. I mean, let's just... Let, Maurice he, Washington. He becomes a matchup problem for people, and he's got he's got skills. Like, right, right. He, so, he, he, he has his own issues. He's got his own off-the-field issues. I don't know. Maybe he'll be back one day. We don't know that. He's probably done with Nebraska. My guess is he's done, but who knows? But it's just like, he's also a guy that we had a lot invested in. Like, we were expecting him to carry the load this year. And the fact that he's not there, then you have these guys that shouldn't probably be out there this year. Right. And then now Wandale's hurt. And I don't know if Wandale's playing this year, this week. And Noah's done for the year. Noah's done for the year. Wandale's a question mark. Probably. And is McCaffrey at four games? McCaffrey's at three. I think he can play. So he can play? Because that's important, too. I mean, just to have a guy that can play receiver. But that see, I, I would argue that McCaffrey hasn't had two days of practice at receiver. It's like, do you want somebody that hasn't practiced receiver taking a lot of reps there? Yeah, probably not. But I, I mean, that's the, that's the reality of the as situation. As a freshman quarterback, like, right. I don't want a freshman quarterback taking uh, 50 snaps so at receiver. With with this game, and we talked a little bit about this on the recap pod, but like, I think it bears repeating. Nebraska, the guys in that locker room, like motivation should be through the roof. Like I'm talking, these dudes should be foaming at the mouth for this game. 
First of all, you have a chance to go to a bowl game. Well, I should say, first of all, you have a team that has kicked your ass yeah. four straight times. Not just beat you. I know it was close, but like like lined up and kind of just kicked you in the teeth for four straight yep. years. You know how that goes. Like usually you've been in locker rooms. I've been in locker rooms. When a team beats you once, what's the narrative the week you're going to play that team? It's like we owe those motherfuckers, right? Yeah. Like, hey, it's it's time. We're getting yeah. them back. We owe them. It's revenge time. Even for one loss. This is four straight. So that's number one. Then you have a chance to go to a bowl game. And it's your border rival. Like, all these things come together. Like, motivation should be through the roof. If you have pride, if, you have, if you're a person that has pride, it should be on full. Oh, man. It should be on full display this week because this, this is the game. This is your chance to sort of redeem yourself. Because you know what? If everybody's being honest, this team. Oh, it's it's been a dis like you can you can everyone can this is we we've been saying you can save the season, but w- that's with the understanding that the season's been a disappointment. The season's been a disappointment. This team has underperformed remarkably, and this is their chance to say we're going to finish with two wins and get to a bowl game for the program. Like this is their way of. Getting the program to a better place. Yeah. And like to, to earn a little bit of respect back for the just like, you know what? This, it just wasn't, it wasn't this, up to standard. This allows, you know, this is a, you just go like guy by guy and you can tell a motivation story for every guy. You know, guys like Mo Berry, Lamar Jackson, all those guys, those guys have been through a lot, yeah. but they've lost a lot. And this is an opportunity for your final time inside Memorial Stadium to at least have your final showing in front of in Lincoln be a great one, and you get to go to a bowl, and you get to lay the foundation for what is to come. All right, I'm going to call out four guys right now. Give it to me. Okay. I'm going to call out – this is like the on-air challenge. The Davis Twins, Daniels, and Lamar Jackson. Those guys are seniors. Those guys are actually our four potential NFL guys. Those four. Mm-hmm. Those are the guys. They're seniors, and those are our potential. I think probably our only potential NFL guys out of that class. Those four guys have to be unbelievable. It's time on Friday, and they, yeah. and you know what? They all have talent. That's the thing that, I, and I I think they've they've all shown signs and they've shown flashes, and then they've had their moments where it's like. What would happen there? Yeah. Those four guys have to be at their best. The three down guys have to win. They have to be better than Iowa's offensive line, and Lamar Jackson has to be locked down and has to make some plays. He might have to get a pick. He might have to force a fumble. He's got all the skills to be able to do that if he if he wants to. Those four guys have to win the game for us. You know, Mo's Mo's in there, but Mo's not. Uh, he's not as talented. He's not as, as talented yeah. as those other guys. With all due respect, Mo I, will play hard. I can count on Mo. Those other guy, those other four, those guys have to elevate, and those four guys, to me, win or lose this game. Well, and Martinez, because Martinez has to be perfect, because we might not have Wandale, and right, who it'll knows? be it'll be Martinez and five other guys that are just like. But you go down. I'm just saying, like, because that's that's perfect right there. 
with calling out those four and, and, and challenging them. But also, you just go like guy by guy. It's like, hey, Adrian Martinez, you know what I've read and listened to on the radio the past couple of days? Is people talking about an open competition in the spring. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that? What do you think of that, big boy? Like for real, you, you know what I mean. Like, what do you think of that? You 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 want you want to go you want to go have an open competition in the spring? You know you know how you shut all that shit down? You beat Iowa. You go to a bowl game. You ball out and you win a bowl. That's how you shut that stuff down. I mean, that's how you shut it down. That, that's it. And. So if I'm Adrian Martinez, you'd be like, open competition. Oh, you oh time out. You want an open competition. I you know what's funny too? I don't know if you noticed this about him, but like he he says all the right things. And, yeah. and I just I I've seen this in him the last couple of weeks. There's this little bit of like, I think he's pissed off. I think he's pissed off that he knows he's he's got He's got skills and he's freaking good. And and he just he's, he's hearing this stuff and he just I think he wants to go. Are you kidding? Kiss me? my ass! I'm about to wreck you. I so, I think that's in him and that's why I've been backing him and I see that I like that. So do I, I like when I see that he says the right thing, but behind it he's thinking I'm about to do something. That, so that, I, so I, that but that but so like that's a, like even you know so for 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 guys like him you know. All the a lot of the, these uh, this O line like you've taken strides, but this is a team that has been like, you know, kicked your ass. Here we go. Okay, so so here's 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 one to note. They got a really good defensive end. Yeah, Epinenza is. He's a pro guy. I mean, right? you heard Frost say he, go, he goes with those colors. He might as well be playing for the Steelers. So when you got a pro guy, I mean, Chase Young. Well, I mean that guy. we we found out that again, guy is nobody's blocking again, that guy. He he did twenty three and me, and he was related to the predator. <laughs> he was okay. like. Um, <laughs> three parts, uh, three parts, Western European and ninety-seven uh, percent predator. Predator, really? Oh. Do you know anybody in your family? Have you did a family tree mm. from planet? Who knows? <laughs> so anyway, uh, w- nobody's blocking Chase Young, but this guy's that probably guy's the, good man. You know, th- this guy's probably. The B guy, if not the Wisconsin guy, for uh, as a pass rusher. But this guy's the set. So our O line should be like, all right, guess what? This is our challenge. Make somebody else beat us, not that guy. Mm-hmm. And so this that's, an, that's another thing. That's I mean, we're calling out a lot of people right now, but but, but in a good th- way. In a good, in a good way. Yeah, this like, is just it, challenge. This is challenge. Yes. Like who who wants to step up and win a game and you know elevate. And take this thing to the next level. I mean, this is the time. This is an opportunity to I, me. I, yeah. What what do we have to like what do we have to lose right now? At some point, and I don't want to sometimes I think you have to like you can dumb it down to the point where it's it's not that simple, but like a lot of this weekend is individual guys just saying enough. Like putting their, you know, like drawing a line in the sand and being like, it's changing. This is my chance to change in the moment and a little bit of what has happened in behind me and change what's about to happen in front of me. Yeah. And so, I mean, literally, you could go, I feel like you could line up guy to guy and you could write a motivation story, a big motivation story for every dude. Because you know what? There's not a job on the field, truthfully, not a job that's secure. No. Right now, every guy should be playing for his job next year. And those four guys I mentioned to you, 
Playing for yeah. There's people right now watching them saying, "Are you NFL material?" Right. Are I mean, you, you know what I mean? Like, are are you the real deal? And this is the type of game that they find out. Like, if these guys all play their butts off and elevate, and we win, there's they're having a different story all of a sudden. Come totally this spring. Totally. All of a sudden, those guys are like, totally. "Oh, you just dominated Iowa. You guys overcame some things. You improved throughout the year." I don't know. I, and, I think and, and listen, I think it's an opportunity. Could, I mean, guys. for those guys, like, because in their defense, I mean, they've had so much change. Like in their defense, they've had so much change and all that stuff. Like, not to let them off the hook, but like, yeah. you know. But this again, this this is a chance for them to send a message. Yeah. And I mean, so, yeah, it. it I, I mean, do you? I'm excited. I'm truly. I've been geeked up all week. I'm I'm excited for this game in a way that, like, more excited than Wisconsin. Way more excited than Maryland. Way like it's the biggest. Is it, it too much to call this like this? Feels like. I mean, you could say this about every game because like you have to get through certain games to make this a big game. But this feels like the biggest game to date. I mean, Ohio State was bigger in the moment because it was game day, right? Yeah. So I'm not going to compare it to that. We've then lost. Maryland was big because it we puts had, you in position. We to, had to win it to even be in this game, but now this is the game. This just feels like so a it's big, 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 big game for everyone. For Frost, for Martinez, for and Nick. I'm uh, just uh, telling you, this recruiting thing is so much more fragile than I think we're giving it credit. Right. Where this win, all of a sudden, every kid in Iowa just goes, "Oh, oh, Nebraska isn't as dumpy as people are talking about. They just beat us." And they got this young quarterback that's supposed to be a, the real deal. Like those things are recruiting, like yeah, you know, like yeah, that's honey, life and yeah, that's honey. Like, that that yeah. draws the bees there. Like we need more of that. Like we just right now we have too many doubting things happening. Right. So it's like we need some positives. Okay, so we're about an hour twenty. Anything like I mean, I feel like you could say every game's like keep like get off to a good start. Turnovers. Um, don't I mean, don't let this team push you around. That's to me number one. This team pushed our defense around last year. And here's the thing: is they think like there is an element. You, I'm sure you've had this. I know we had this as football players. But like when you have, let, let's flip it from the hour perspective. When you've punked a team for four straight years, you walk onto that field or that court thinking, why is today going to be any different? Like. We've punked you four straight years. We're going to punk you again. Yeah. You're a pussy. We're going to punk you. Like that, trust me, like AJ Epinenza is walking on that court thinking all those dudes are straight puss. So, I mean, Stanley's played for a few years. Epinenza, like the, these guys have done this for a few years. So really advantage them right now. They have the advantage because they have, they have that on us. Mm-hmm. So we have to overcome a lot. Like we have to play our best game. And they need to not play theirs, and it hasn't been that way. But I, like I said, my my number don't one. Don't let thing them push is, you around. Don't let them push you around. Our defensive line and our offensive line. I think if they don't if, let them push. You if around. those guys are are if those guys are up for the fight, and Nebraska takes care of the ball, then because weather could be an issue. You look at the outlook, and could be some. It looks like the weather's not going to be great, yeah. and you would think that probably favor Iowa, but. Whatever, Nebraska also won a game nine to six versus Michigan State in a snow globe last year. Yeah. You know, but if the trenches 
if Nebraska is up for the up to the fight in there, and Nebraska takes care of the Rock, I fully expect this thing to be real interesting in the final quarter. Yeah, I mean, it was last year. It was last year, and they pushed us around. So, um, but we had, our offensive skill was better. So that's yeah. the hard part is. Nebraska in the red zone, like we have to get yeah, points that's the other thing I was gonna say. I when we get down. a chance. Yeah. And then defensively, just don't get pushed around. Keep it in front of you, and Iowa is Iowa then. Like they'll 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 march on you a little bit, they'll do some things, but they're not they're not that explosive. Well, and I mean again, last year you're talking about a team in last year that had two first round tight ends. Yeah, but that's their game though. That's what they they do. It's run the ball. Run pop the ball, you, play yeah. action, pop it to these tight ends. That's their game. It's slow, it's methodical, it's ball control. That's fine. What we got to do, be physical, don't get pushed around, keep it in front of you, and then our offense has to score when they get a chance. To That's win. the thing. You I, and the red, you got to get points every time. I think the trenches, turnovers, and and what the red zone numbers end up being tell the story. If you like those three things, if Nebraska's solid in the trenches, doesn't just have one of those crazy, like, oh my God, they've fumbled three times, you know, in one yeah. of those games, and then red zone, they're converting and they're like, then I think they could win. Yeah. I, I don't even know, like, the usually like prediction. I don't, I don't know what, like, I don't know. I, I don't even really care about I, I, I don't know. I, I'm I don't more, really know, man. I, I just don't know. know. I just know that these dudes. Motivation should be sky high, collectively, individually, you name it, however yeah. you want to frame it. Motivation should be through the roof. And I'm just excited that Nebraska salvaged it to even have this conversation. Exactly. We, we're, we, have, a ch- we have a chance, the chance to sort of just right the ships to, to go into the yes. to next year. So, In the meantime, you enjoy your gravy. You enjoy your mashed potatoes and sweet potatoes. Hey, Send me a picture of your pumpkin bar, okay? They're good. <laughs> they are good. I like. I know you. I you. I usually. How many things have you? If someone presented a scenario or a situation, you'd be like, "Would Nick like this?" You would know yes or no, and be about ninety nine percent accurate. And I think I would know. I think you would like a pumpkin bar. I I would. I would. They're they have like it's like ice. It's, it's frosting sure. on the top. It's good. I just trust me. It's good. No baby corn though. No, we're 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 a baby corn free family. Okay, that's what we're doing. All right, well, cheers one more time as we got our final drink of this of this wine to go. All right, in the meantime, guys, subscribe to the pod. Download. Download, rate it, and review it, okay? That's what I need from you. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. We are, again, I'm full of cheese today, not to be too cheesy, but we're thankful for everyone that downloads and listens to the pod. Uh and all the all the well wishes on Facebook and and Twitter and all that stuff would be like, hey man, loving the pot like that stuff. I like I try to respond to every one of them. Sometimes it's hard with all the stuff that goes on, and when you have a three year old tugging on you, it's like gets challenging. But we appreciate it. All right, we really really do. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your family, and uh, hopefully we're talking about a Nebraska win. We're gonna take one final drink on the pot here. All right, here you go. Cheers. That's good. That's good. That is good. Happy Thanksgiving. A Parkville Media Production. Heard at Sp-
Sports Radio. Every weekday morning from 7 to 10 a.m. Coming up on Monday's show, sports editor and columnist for the Omaha World Herald and Husker Extra, Sam McEwen, talking all the latest Husker news. From SB Nation, Ricky O'Donnell will catch us up on the latest basketball tournament picture and anything else that pops up over the weekend. Take a dive into the latest news in all things sports. Heard at Sports Radio with Ravi Lula and Damon Benning.